Hello. What's up? I'm watching my brother's Instagram story, and he's at Gucci. Like the store? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing at Gucci? Is he in the one? Isn't the? Oh no, is it the Prada store that's like in the middle of the desert? That's in Marfa, Texas. What are you talking about? What the fuck is in Marfa, Texas? The Prada store, and that's about it. It's just one store. Yeah, have you seen photos of it? It's a literal lone Prada store yeah, in the middle of the desert. Honestly, it's on my bucket list to go there. I want to go there too. It's in the middle of Martha fucking nowhere. That's not where Trace is, obviously. No, he's just at the Gucci store in Nashville. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, how you affording Gucci? No one's working. Also, you buying it for yourself or your girl? Better be his girl. I've been in the Gucci a bunch of times for Sarah. There's for a, your girl. There's nothing for guys in there. Nothing for Wells Adams in there no. because they don't sell band tees or no. tight hipster jeans or $10 beanies or uh, hair gel. So, yeah, no. unless you're a guy from like Dubai who wears <laughs> fucking Gucci shit. No, so you, rant. But you know, that's, that's who you see in the Gucci store. It's like a bunch of chicks and... Guys from Dubai. <laughs> That's because they're loaded. I know. They can buy themselves Gucci. Guys from Dubai all wear sunglasses that are way too big for their face. They have jeans that I'm sure cost thousands of dollars, but look so bad because there's way too many different patterns on them. Wow. But you know I'm right. How does Dubai have so much money? Do we know? I think it's oil. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's oil. Yeah. But like everyone's just in the oil business or... Yeah, they're all like, you know, like Saudi princes that are just, I don't know. So it's like Joe Blow's in the oil business and is wearing Gucci? I don't know how it all works. All I know is those guys wear way too big of sunglasses. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, and their watches are too big. What's going on? Do they not know what size they are? Is there such thing as a too big watch? I feel like the bigger the watch, the more expensive and the more diamonds it has. I know, but it makes your arm look like such a bitch, you know? Oh, my God. Says the guy that can't afford a big fancy watch. Well, fair enough. I wouldn't wear it because I don't have very big arms, you know? Mm -hmm, I know. Speaking of working out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. So we got a Peloton. Ugh. You jumped on that train, did you? Yeah, I jumped on that bicycle. Bicycle, bicycle. I like to ride my bicycle. I like to ride my bike. Wait. Where's my bell? I'll ring it for you. Literally right in front of me, dude. Wow. Get on your Peloton ride! Which I've noticed, by the way, that a lot of the Peloton instructors love to place in Queen. And I don't hate it, you know? But, like, I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, not an ad, but definitely got a Peloton. And You wish it was an ad. I do wish it was an ad. These things are expensive. Yeah, they, they don't mess around. But, anyways, so... I sweat like a hooker in church on that Peloton, dude. I think that's the whole point. I know. It's just so much sweating. I'll go run five miles and be like, kind of sweaty. And then I'll do 20 minutes with Jason from Manchester, England, who's like, all right, guys, here we go. We're going up the mountain now. That's Australian, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's definitely not English. (laughs) 
Wow. So it is. I, but I do like it. I, I mean, also, if you want to follow me on the Peloton thing, I'm Matt Wells oh, Adams. brother. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know what that does, but, like, I know I have a screen name, and I know people give me high fives sometimes. And you know what? Makes you feel good. Okay. So I'm a non-Pelotoner. So what's the deal? Like people can like ride with you virtually. Is that the kick? Like I think originally it was like a screen with cool views of like mountain ranges or of you know stage 27 of the Tour de France, and you could like ride, and it was like you were there. Now it's like class where there's an instructor who's like, all right, now we're gonna kick it up to like resistance of 51, and I want you guys in between, you know. 70 and 85 on your speedometer thing and here we go we're going up on a climb you know and then and then it's like all right we're gonna bring it down we're gonna relax for a little bit and then we're gonna get back on it you know and then he's playing music and he's like telling you about how great of a person you are you know that's like the whole thing it's just like so a, it's like soul cycle but it, virtual exactly i've never done soul cycle but that's exactly what, what? it is i've even done soul cycle well I, know, I haven't done it so anyways so i get the thing the other day i don't know if you guys if you saw that like I, like, broke my toe. Mm, I did. I couldn't wait to hear the story. Yeah, and I was like, don't lift weights. This is why you don't lift weights. So I dropped the weight on my toe and, like— You did? Yeah, and, like, try to make it seem, like, so fucking macho, you know? Like, man, I was just pumping some Myers, throwing up some weight, man, trying to get yoked over here, bruh. Trying to get some big sunglasses and a giant watch. But what really happened was I wanted to go ride my Peloton. I wanted to ride my bicycle, okay? I wanted to— Get up on that bicycle and ride. But I was just a skinny lad, and I never knew no good from bad, you know? So mm-hmm. the other thing that happened was is that the PGA Championship was on this weekend. So I wanted mm-hmm. to watch some of the golf while I rode my bike. The whitest statement I've ever said in my entire life. And that's saying something. And that is saying something, sister. So, you know, the Peloton, you can kind of like move it around, right? Normally, we have the Peloton like kind of facing out towards the backyard. But I was like, no, I'm going to turn it around and have it facing the TV so I can watch the golf while I go on my ride. Here's the thing. There's a bunch of different classes you can do in the Peloton. There's yoga. There's like weight training and all this stuff. And so on the back of the Peloton, people who've ridden a Peloton, there are these tiny little weights like on the back of the seat, right? Mm -hmm. Three-pound weights is what we have back there. Three pound weights. I'm wheeling the thing around. And so I've got kind of like the ass end up because it's like the wheels are on the front of the bike and I'm like kind of wheeling it around. And all of a sudden, that three pound weight falls and directly on the big toe. Yikes. The little piggy that's not so little, okay? And that little piggy Mm. went squealing all the way home. Bright white light pain shot through my body like a shotgun (laughs) shell from my toe through my asshole. I have never, I've broken. Ew. I broke my tib fib, compound fracture, playing rugby in college, snapped it like a fucking matchstick. And you know what? It didn't even come close to the lightning bolt that shot through my big toe and then erupted out of my eyeballs. It was the most insane pain I've ever felt. So descriptive. Question, did you lose your toenail or did it stay on? It's still on there, but let me tell you something. It's not going to be on for very much longer. Well, let me tell you something. Do you recall when I, when my whole toenail came off, whenever stepped on my foot? No, but you told me now you, your toenail has never been the same. It's never been the same. So if you lose it, you better prepare yourself for a foreign toenail to be living on your foot for the rest of your life. It's so sad. And I'm bumming too because I got good feet, man. You know, I was on the <laughs> male celebrity feet. Remember? I was on that fucking Instagram ad. You're right. 
No more. I'm Not- with you. I like my feet. I thought my feet were so great too, and now it's just never going to be the same. And there go. It's gone. It's over with now. You know. Luckily, you know, I locked in the girl because I don't know if anyone would love me after what's going to happen to my foot. You're so right. And you know what's even sadder, and this is the truth, is that everyone's got a good foot and a bad foot. You know, like one foot's like been like through a little bit more. You know. Oh. Uh-huh. Done a little bit more of the work, shouldered a little oh. bit more of the pain, you know, bigger calluses. Mm-hmm. And this is the good foot. This is the one Come that's on. been washed in ivory soap. Yeah. And, oh, uh, what a tragedy. R.I.P. R.I.P. For everyone out there that was like, I was like trying to make it sound like so much, like I, like I lift. I don't even know, bro, if you know if I lift. Uh, no, I was lifting a Peloton and a three pound weight. I don't even know if they make a smaller weight. Is there a they one? Do. There's a one pound weight? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, it's the third lightest of the weights, okay? (laughs) And it fell. It looked so bad. It was so black and blue and purple. Everyone, even on Instagram, people were like, that's broken. I don't think it's broken because I can totally walk on it. It's just, it just looks real bad. Mm -hmm. But then what was really bad was the next day, Sarah and I and some of our really close friends and my brother and his wife, we were all going to celebrate what would have been our wedding weekend. Mm. And then I'm just hobbling around on what was supposed to be this very romantic day. And so this is what I figured out, Brandy, is that God just didn't want me to get married on this weekend. Yeah. It is 2020 after all. What did you expect? I'm going to throw a COVID in there and then, you know, oh, you really, you're still going to go and like try to celebrate? (laughs) Oh, let me shatter your foot. With a three-pound weight. <laughs> Your toe. Yeah. So here we are. You want to start the show? Cause yeah, I think uh, I think we should. Yeah. I'm going to let you go because I've been talking for a while, you know, and all the blood has rushed straight down to my toe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Guess what I did today? You went and rode a horse. I actually did not ride a horse. Mondays Whoa. are my day off. Oh. I got went into town, big adventure. Whoa. Don't do that often anymore. Yeah. Um, you know what? It's tough being a girl. We just have to do so many, many things for maintenance. Today was the day for some eyebrow maintenance. First time since COVID that I have paid any attention to my eyebrows. 
tried a new thing. Have you heard about brow lamination? Is it when they take your eyebrows off, they put it in a laminator? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you should Google it. It's pretty intense, actually. Um, So I hadn't heard of this either. Caitlin Bristow filled me in on this little magic procedure. Uh, I was actually just like casually asking her for recommendation for microblading for a friend. I don't want to get mine microbladed, but I had a friend that did and she was like, yo, skip microblading because it's you got to keep doing it or whatever. And she was like, try brow lamination first. And I was like, how have I never heard of this? Because I'm obsessed with eyebrows and how does Caitlin know about something before me? I didn't know. But I went in and gave it a shot. So I got my eyebrows done today. I would say it's like a subtle difference, but I'm here for it. So I don't know if Wells, if you pay much attention, Sarah has fabulous eyebrows. She would have no need to go do this. But I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know if Sarah does this, but part of getting ready, the thing right now is eyebrow gel to like brush your, you know, you yeah. like to make the bushy brows that you hate. Yeah. 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 I know the I'm, like editorial brows, but like, that's like a thing It's like a brow gel and it just kind of like pushes your eyebrow hair like upward to make them look fuller and like more done. And so the idea of brow lamination is it literally laminates your brows, almost like perms them to stand the hair to stand up so that they're always look brushed. Like they always look groomed is like the idea. It was intense, like 40 minute procedure, I feel, because they have to do two different things and leave it on for a certain amount of time. But my eyebrows are brushed up just perfectly. I don't think I'm going to have to touch them for six weeks, which is freaking awesome. All right. You got to wreck brows. I will say it was very expensive procedure considering how subtle the effect was, I feel. I think it was 60 bucks pre-tip. And I feel like that's kind of a lot. So I don't know how often I'll do this, but if I have a reason to make my brows look great, I'll maybe go get it done. Man, 60 bucks for just the tip, huh? (laughs) Yeah, just the tip. (laughs) You're so funny, Wells. (laughs) Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's what I did. Cool. You hate it. No, I actually try to make the screen bigger so I can see, and it just, it does look good. But But do you see how they did it? They, like, put this solution on, and they put, like, a plastic wrap over your eyebrows? It's nuts. That's the lamination part. Yeah, it's crazy. Cool. Very cool. You have been looking fit in your Insta pics. You've been looking like you're in very good shape. So I'm not, I don't like it. It's that farm bod coming in clutch. Whatever. I mean, whatever it is, it's working for you, sister. Also, it really helps being tan. I'm very tan because yeah. I've spent so much time in the sun. And I've had all this downtime to lay by Miley's pool. So I am very tan. Being tanner makes you look fitter. I don't know what that's about, but it's true. Yeah. That's why I try to stay as tan as possible because Lord knows. Yeah, I'm you're not like fit. you're like naturally tan though. Yeah, but when winter comes around, man, I look yellow. I look like I got jaundice. It's not good. <laughs> you know? Gross. <laughs> it's true, man. Um I'm just pale. Speaking of getting tans, uh, I was hanging out in a place that was so hot recently. Palm Springs. Man, we were in the desert just hanging out. Oh, yeah, just hanging out. Just hanging I think out. everyone has seen the leaked pics, Wells. I know. Where did that fucking pop yeah, come know. from, dude? Somebody on set is leaking pics. It's insane. Do they know who? Are they trying to catch them? I don't know. Like That came out a couple of days later from when I was there. So I don't know. No one was like, there's a rat in the kitchen. I don't know if that's the I See, I always think that this is done on purpose, that they purposefully leak stuff because then it builds so much anticipation for the season. I don't know, man. So Get what, people talking. I mean, obviously, there's not much that I can say. 
But what do you think is going on? All I see is like what pops up on my Explore page, really. And I did see a blurry, grainy phone capture of you bartending Mm -hmm. in a hallway on The Bachelorette. So, you know, rumors are flying that they're like putting a paradise twist on this situation. I've heard Hannah Ann was packing uh, not so light and showing up. I heard who else did they say was there? Obviously, Tasha. But I feel like there was a third one. Sydney, I um, think, was there. Sydney, yeah, but I feel like there was somebody and else. Becca, more of like a Becca, I saw. Oh, yeah, I, Be- I Becca, heard was Becca, there. Becca, Becca. Yeah, Listen, I Garrett just broke. Yeah, I can't confirm or deny. You can't really tell if that's me or not. It kind of looks like me, but it's you, you dummy. <laughs> so I don't know. Like everyone's like, oh, there's three bachelorettes, and I'm like, maybe I wouldn't put it past them because they did do the double bachelorette thing to Caitlyn and what's her face. But I feel like it could be a number of things. Everyone's like jumping to conclusions. Like maybe there are three bachelorettes, or maybe, um, maybe those girls are just there to like spy, like Demi did that one time, or like give some advice. Like they always bring some bachelorettes in to throw out advice here and there. Like you never know. True. But yeah. Maybe there's three bachelorettes. I, I mean, maybe there's maybe there's maybe I'm a bachelorette. Maybe I'm a bachelorette too. You know, maybe I'm giving advice. Who knows? No one would take your advice. People take my advice, which is, I mean, I or will, do they just tell you that to make you feel? Maybe good about that's yourself? maybe that's true. I I will say this though, when I saw that, I was like, Hannah Ann definitely could be the bachelorette because she had a big suitcase. Let me tell you something. I bet you that girl travels with that suitcase everywhere. She seems like someone Four. who's. Sure. Who's got some options, you know? She's like, I don't yeah, know. She- I might, might need a post-brunch and a pre-brunch look. Not to mention she's got a hashtag revolve around the world at least three times a day to get that paycheck. So that's three outfits a day right there. Got to. And then, you know, she probably has to have a, a eyebrow lamination kit in there and sunglasses and watches oh. that are too big for her. I'd be so jealous if she had her own lamination kit. <laughs> Save me 60 bucks a pop. <clears throat> well, contractually, I'm not really allowed to say anything yeah, yeah, yeah. about what's going on, nor would I want to. But I know that you've heard this a lot. It seems annoying to say. Gonna be the most dramatic season ever. <sighs> you ain't lying, sister. Yeah, right. What we'll if, see. When you see what is going to happen, happen, everyone is going to be shooketh to the core uh-huh so they uh, say that every year <laughs> listen <laughs> i don't know if they're gonna be able to top this one it's bonkers <laughs> can't wait Things what's are, the air date do we do they even know they pushed it up it's coming up like i think in the fall oh. so oh wow yeah can't freaking wait man need some need some spice in my life in this covid life ah, no kidding man I took a break from my work on the uh on abc's favorite uh show which i don't even know which one it is could be the bachelor, could be the bachelor, could be bachelor in paradise, and then we could went. Could be all three. It could be all three, but you know who knows what's really happening out there. And then we went and drank wine in wine country, and we weren't gonna let the fact that COVID ruined the wedding day not allow us to get fucked up and pretend to kind of get married, which we didn't get married, but we pretended. You did pretend. Well, yeah, like Sarah wore like a white dress, and uh-huh. there was a cake, you know, and. Really? Uh, Did you like say vows? No, 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 no. None of that business. But like there was a cake. My brother and my dad made a bunch of wine for the wedding for us. And then so we brought some of that to like try it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Cute. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we are married. Fuck. I don't even know. I don't even know what's real anymore, Brandy. You're like, I was too drunk to even know what was going on. I was. 
And you know what? I was walking around with, with the Mr. Deeds John Taturo foot. It was just black and like had no feeling in it. it was, you know, Sarah and I were going to get married. And then she looked at my foot and she was like, I'm going to need to wait for that thing to heal up before uh, mm-hmm. decide to uh, get hitched. Don't blame her. I don't either. Okay. You got anything else or you want to do some favorite things? I think we can do some favorite things. People are probably bored hearing us talk about nothing. I know. God, I, was, I was able to get like 20 minutes out of nothing. Wow. How about favorite thing stand-up? Nick Kroll. I do travel a lot doing comedy, and what I found is that I don't like going through airport security because I think they have the wrong people checking IDs. Like, the person I want checking IDs at the airport are bouncers because they're the only ones who can spot a fake. <laughs> so if a terrorist rolled up, he'd be like, uh... Here you go. Bouncer would be like, says you're born in June. What's your sign, bro? Uh, uh, I don't know, like a Libra? It's a Gemini. Get the hell out of here, dude. And too many dudes. You brought too many dudes with you. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was funny. Nick Kroll's oh, I miss clubs, kind of. Not really, but kind of. I miss going and blacking out at a bar and then ha- like falling asleep <laughs> in an Uber and then like waking up the next morning, just Taco Bell fire sauces stuck to my chest hair. Maybe this the whole point of this whole thing was to make us appreciate the things we shit on before. I know. I've always appreciated TV and I got some shows that I really appreciate right now. Oh, you old We started watching this one today and I really like it. It's called Letters for the King. Have you heard about this? No, I never heard. Okay. It's definitely YA. It's like if Game of Thrones was YA. Okay, I could get down with that. Okay. Yeah. A teenage squire answers a call for help that sends him on a perilous mission across three kingdoms to deliver a secret letter to the king. So all surrounding like this little boy who's like, I think he's, you know, he's a rich kid and he's like having to go to like night school, not like going to school at night, but like become like a sir knight, you know, and he's like kind of shitty. He's like not good at sword fighting or like jousting or anything, but he like kind of passes through and he's kind of with his band of brothers that are also going to become knights. And then like one night, well, one evening, they're like doing this ceremony. All of a sudden, this famous black knight with the white shield is dying right outside the doors of where they do the ceremony. And he's like, you need to take this note for the king it's or, or else the world is going to end. But I'm only a 12-year-old kid. And he's like, do it or the fucking world's going to end. But obviously, I'm not going to be able to figure it out because I'm 12 years old and a dipshit. This is like the exact same plot as Lord of the Rings, but okay, let's go. And then he's off, and then like everyone's trying to track him down, kill him. But here's the kicker. He might have some superpowers. He got some superpowers. Oh. Oh, he got some superpowers. So. Okay. Anyways, it's real good. But I would say this. If you're going to watch it, either watch it at night or in a dark room. There's a lot of scenes shot in the, at night, and you're like, mm-hmm. I can't see shit. What is mm-hmm. happening? Where but, do you watch this? Uh, Netflix. And then I will say this. I will say this. Season two of Umbrella Academy. I mean, Jesus. Jeez Louise. So good? It's such a good show. Like, it's such a freaking good show. Like, where they went with it. Did you watch season one? No. I never really got into it. Ah! People have, people raved about it. Oh, so good. (laughs) Anyway, season two is so cool because they go, like, 
I don't know. If you haven't seen it and you're like wanting to do this, I guess maybe skip forward a couple minutes, but I'm going to go with like a little bit of a diatribe about it. You know, the first season's all about all these like kids with superpowers like coming back together. They've been like estranged to each other for a while. They come back together for their father's funeral. And, and then kind of at the end, they're, they're all trying to like stop the end of the world. I can't really can't kind of do that. So then they go back in time to the 60s to try to fix the timeline. Now it's a period piece of like these cool kids with these superpowers like living in the 60s and dealing with like things that would happen in the 60s, you know? Like the Black Umbrella Academy woman is like now like fighting for civil rights and Klaus, Robert Sheehan, the guy who can like commune with the dead is like starts a cult. It's just so good. And I have to say, like Ellen Page is the, the one that everyone knows from freaking Juno, but mm-hmm. dude, Robert Sheehan is... I think top 10 actors alive right now. He is really, so, I, I is so good in this show. Scene stealer every step of the way. So freaking good. So many twists and turns. Dude, Umbrella Academy guys get in on it. You as well, sister. I know. I know. I've had a lot of people in my DMs telling me that I got to start it. Oh my God. It's so good. So good. Okay. What do you got? All right. All right. All right. Calm down. I am well into season two of In the Dark. Mm -hmm. Remind me, did you finish this or did you not really start it? I don't think I started. Okay, so it's it's weird because like season one, and and I got to say, this is one of those shows where the little preview they play on Netflix before you start it, like, you know, like the trailer, does not really accurately show the mood of this series. Like when when I watched that little clip, I feel like one of the reasons I was so late to the game on this is it just kind of seemed like a mindless comedy in a sense, like the clip they show. Yeah, it's like her buying cigarettes, cutting the line at a supermarket. Don't get me wrong. Like there are definitely some comedic parts to this show and like the lead girl, she is funny, but that is not the main premise of the show at all. Like once you get about halfway through season one, it really is like about a murder investigation with ties to like a drug cartel. Like it gets really serious, but then it also has this like lighthearted fun side to it because the girl is that she's blind and she definitely like pokes fun at herself and is funny and does and says funny things. And then also her like place of employment is works at like a guide dog training facility or something. And so there's funny stuff about that as well. But it's like, I mean, it's good. It's like, it's like you found a murder. Like we love crime, you know, and drugs. So that's cool. So I'm like in halfway through season two. And like, I actually have been caught a little off guard about a couple characters that I thought were one way and now they're another. And like, I'm just really shocked at how good the show is. It's great. Highly recommend. I think you'd really like it actually. Okay. You know what I noticed the other day? Have you, ever noticed, you notice? have you ever noticed that like every gum commercial always has someone whispering to you about something? I don't think I pay that much attention to commercials to tell you the truth. It's always like, I'm scared. Ice flavor, <laughs> Arctic blast in your mouth. <laughs> Get ready for flavor town. No, that's, Ew. that's someone different. I wouldn't say that I like consciously picked that up. And now that you say it, yeah. I do think you're correct. Cinnamon blast. <laughs> Throw in your mouth, icicles come out. <laughs> I wonder what what the what is the deal with that? I don't know. I was watching one the other day, and it was just like <laughs> it was just like <laughs> I'm scared. It kills me when you laugh at yourself. Ice down. Watch out. <laughs> breath savers. Time to clean that breath. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Why are you whispering to me? <laughs> And I think it has to do with, like, that's what you would do to somebody who's got bad breath. You wouldn't be like, hey, dude, your fucking breath smells like hot garbage dragon breath. You'd be like, hey, it smells fucking terrible. 
Do you want some Corbett's? <laughs> okay, but real talk, have you ever actually told somebody that her breath smells bad? Yeah, and it, and it's really it, yeah, it kills their self esteem. Like it just just yeah. Like who did you tell and where were you and why? I told my buddy Craig in college once. I was like, "Did you have some dragon breath, bro?" <laughs> At the bar, and he was like. Oh, no. Then I gave him some gum. I remember when I was working and I was doing a morning shift and at, I was working uh, at a restaurant. I was doing some morning shift and my manager, his name was Gerald. And I'll never forget it. Got there. I finished at my like pre-opening work, whatever that's called, side work. And then I went up to him and talked to him and he like literally, I was like, so, uh, all right, when are we opening up? And he would like, oh, he, like he like had to like take a step back because he was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That's a terrible breath. He didn't say anything, but I knew. I was like, oh, I got bad fucking I got to be the tease immediately. I've told Sarah a few times, like in the morning, I'm like, mm, you know, <laughs> your breath smells fucking horrible. Oh my God. You do not tell her that. <laughs> Arctic blast. <laughs> have you? No, I'm so non-confrontational. I would never have the balls to tell somebody that her breath reeks. So I'm not a big gum chewer. And it's because ever since I can remember when I was a very small child, mm -hmm. for some reason, blood hates gum. Like when people chew gum, he like can't handle it. So when I was a kid, my mom like would never let us have gum. And if we did have gum, she would like punish us and make us throw it away. Or if we had friends in the car, they'd be like, no gum in the car, no gum. Make sure your friends don't chew any gum. Your dad will freak out. Like it's just been a thing. Like, no gum. And so my whole life, I've just never been allowed to chew gum, so I never really became a gum chewer. But now when people offer me gum, because people love gum, if someone ever offers it to me, I just assume it's their way of telling me my breath smells bad. Yeah. Which I'm so paranoid. It can't be that bad. I brush my teeth all the time. I don't know if you were joking about telling Sarah, but like in the mornings, when Ryan and I wake up and he's trying to like get it on in the morning, mm -hmm. I love a good morning romp around, but I, teeth have to be brushed first. Yeah. So instead of telling him that, I just always get up and brush my own teeth so that he realizes how bad his breath is. So he'll go brush his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how passive I am. It's good. Is it good? Well, or do I have communication issues? Hey, go brush your teeth. Arctic blast. <laughs> so, Wells, Great. I know that you love a company that either gives back or makes a sustainable product, as do I. And I thought I would give you a little pro tip in case you have any women you need to get gifts for recently. Check out Rothy's shoes. This is such a cool product. Everybody wears sneakers or slip on shoes. Like that's something everybody loves. You guys got to check this out because Rothy's is made from eco-friendly repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. That is so freaking cool that you can take plastic from the ocean that's waste and make shoes out of it. I grew up on the beach. It's so annoying to see all like the just the plastic floating in our oceans and to find out there's a company that's not only trying to fix this problem, but also like giving back and making amazing shoes. It's so awesome. And by the way, they're incredibly comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamless knit design. With many chic styles to choose from, Rothy's shoes are the perfect pair for any adventure. I've gotten them for my mom, I've gotten them for my sisters, I've gotten them for Sarah, they are awesome. 
So for me, like I don't go anywhere but the barn these days and I have a really awesome pair that just slip right on that I wear down to the barn to feed my horses and clean stalls and everything. These shoes are super comfortable and lightweight, which is such a big deal, especially in the summer. Nobody wants like heavy shoes on and they're really, really easy to clean. They are fully machine washable. You toss them in the washer and that's it and they come out looking brand new. It's amazing. They have shoes and bags available right now. Just go to rothys.com slash YFT. Style and sustainability meets to create your favorite new shoes. Head to rothys.com slash YFT today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash YFT. For the fishies and for your the feet. The turtles. And the turtles. Rogers, Rogers. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, Brandy. I know a lot of people out there are hurting for some extra cash, which means a lot of people are going like the Etsy and the eBay route where they're taking stuff that's just sitting around their house and they are selling it to people who need that stuff and making a little extra cash on the side, which means if you're doing that, like Brandy and I are, you need to know about ShipStation. I feel like you're talking directly to me mm-hmm. because I have sold, I feel like I've sold like a quarter of my closet. I'm kind of killing it with selling my clothes, just saying. I gotta say, a huge part of that is because ShipStation makes it so freaking easy for me to print these shipping labels right on my printer and drop this off at the post office. I don't have to keep track of addresses or who's getting what. ShipStation does all that for me. Yep. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your products to happy customers. ShipStation makes it super easy. They help with online sellers of any size get orders out quickly. It doesn't even matter where you're selling. Amazon, okay, Etsy, they got it. Your own website, perfect. ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. Even manage that stuff from your sell piece. Uh, You're forgetting the best part. They offer huge discounts on shipping costs. And guys, shipping can get expensive. So now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for all of the huge companies. So you're always getting the best deal. There's no wonder that ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers, including Wells and I. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, your favorite thing listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code YFT. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Just click on the microphone that's at the top of the homepage and type in YFT. That's ShipStation.com and then enter our offer code YFT like our podcast. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Make it happen, bro. We watched a show called Modern Love the other day. It was really cool. So is it called Anthropic? It's whatever when like one episode is not the same storyline as the first episode, you know? Where they're not connected? Yeah. Weird. But they're all connected by one theme. And so this one's called Modern Love. And it's uh, the series explores love in its multitudes of forms, including sexual, romantic, familial, platonic, and self-love. The first one we watched... Sarah was bawling, crying at the end of it, and she has a heart of ice flavor. (laughs) (laughs) So do I. I never cry. And she was just bawling, crying, and it was like the cutest little story. It was this woman who lived in New York. She was going on all these dates, and she had like a really close relationship with like the Russian doorman. 
And so she was like, to every date, she was like, you have to meet my doorman and you need to like impress him. Cause afterwards the doorman would be like, he is not the one for you. And he's like always fucking right. And she's like, kind of gets annoyed by it. And then she gets pregnant and she kind of leans in this doorman a lot, but like there's no, you know, like romantic man in her life and not even with the doorman and everything. And then it's like what that love story is, even though it's not like a sexual love story. It's like really mm-hmm. beautiful. And that episode, I mean, it'll melt your icy heart. Will it? It was good. So Modern Love, check it out. If you want, you know. I'll, I'll be the true test of that. Okay. Because it takes place in New York, that's why Sarah had like a little nostalgia oh. to it. And like. mm-hmm. I put up a little post uh, this week on my story just telling everybody how devastated I was that I'm caught up on Yellowstone, which by the way, Sunday mm-hmm. night's episode was epic. It was fire. I never want to talk too much about that show because I, I don't want to ruin things for people that have just started it recently, but it's getting even better, yeah. if you can believe it. Yeah, it's really good. I just don't know what John Dunn's going to do. I don't know how the season's going to end. I'm freaked. Because it's, you know, I don't still have many episodes to watch. I was like, all right, I need something new. So I had a lot of people recommend a show called, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Longmire? Logmire. Longmire? Longmire? I think so, yeah. Yeah. They said it, it just is like very similar to Yellowstone. So I watched I watched one episode last night. I feel like I just know myself enough that I got to I got to get like three or four episodes in before I judge it. It says with the help of Vic and Henry Longmire investigates a backcountry murder with ties to a tribal family. So that actually does sound like very Yellowstone-ish when, when you read that. But here's the issue with Longmire. And I wasn't the one who said it, but my friend Kirsten and I were watching it and she was like, you know what the issue with this show is? And I said, what? And she was like, no one is hot. Mm. <laughs> I was like, damn, you're right. No yeah. one's hot. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> she was like, there's there's nothing to live for with the show. No one's hot. And I was like, damn it, you're right. So we'll see. I'm going to get a few more episodes in before I judge it. But there there ain't no Luke Grimes in this show or, or uh, or, um, uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I keep wanting to say Kevin Spacey for some reason today. Ooh. Kevin Costner. Big difference in Get, Kevin Spacey no. and Kevin Costner. Big difference. Leave Spacey off this show, please. <laughs> He's canceled yeah, yeah, from our yeah, show yeah. too. I got a show that I think that you'd like actually a lot. Oh, really? Do you have stars? No, I don't actually. Oh. But does it? I think you can watch stars on Amazon or something. And it's called High Town. We started watching it because Sarah's friend Shane Harper, who was in Dirty Dancing with her, is kind of the lead on it. It's just such a brandy thing. Set in the world of a beautiful but bleak Cape Cod, one woman's journey to sobriety is overshadowed by a murder investigation dragging her into its fold. High Town. So Sounds pretty good. The main character is this girl, Jackie, who, like, works for, like, the park service. So she like, kind of goes around on boats and kind of bugs fishermen about, you know, make sure you're you're not taking pregnant lobsters, you know? But she keeps on saying she's in law enforcement. And all the cops are like, you're not in law enforcement, all right? You're a park ranger. Stop it. She finds this dead body, and she got some demons, all right? She's fighting mm-hmm. some demons. And she goes get fucked up one night, and she gets a DUI. And so she has to, it's court ordered that she has to go to rehab. And while she's at rehab, she figures some things out about the murder investigation because someone that was at that rehab might have been involved in the situation. So then she's hanging out with a cop. I've got this information. He's like, you're not 
a cop, all right? You're a pox service. That, that's what they sound like on the show. It's just like a good <laughs> murder mystery set in Cape Cod, complex characters, high town. Good show. Okay. I'll check it out. That sounds good. So I realized last episode that I told the story of going to this party and I someone stole my Razor scooter, which is like, fuck you, guy out there or mm-hmm. girl. And then my buddy Paul went to buy some weed and the guy who sold it to him was like, hey, let me smell it. And then <laughs> took his money and then smelled it and then fucking rolled the window up and they drove away. It's like still in mm-hmm. my favorite. It's such a great story. So what <laughs> also happened on that night, like there's so many funny oh, things God. happened on that night, okay? So I'm obsessed with this old Land Cruiser, my FJ62. I have it now, right? And it was also, it was the car that I had in high school. I mean, it's not the same one. I, we sold it. My family sold it. But so I went and bought back the year make model. It was such a cool car. It was like part of my identity, right? And my buddy, Alex Brandt, got so wasty faced at this party. He went to go sleep in my car. So he was sleeping in the, like the front seat while we were still out partying. So fun. <laughs> You know, in high school, when like someone passes out, like you have to fuck with them for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. I mean, no, you don't know, but this is how cool kids were. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. So this is what the cool kids did, Brandy. If you passed okay. out. If, Let's not pretend you were a cool kid I, ever in your life. Okay? I was cool, man. So if you passed out, that sh- that meant that you were a huge bitch and you had to get messed with and someone had to draw a dick in your face, right? So we go out to the car. My buddy Alex is sleeping, Sharpies in hand, like pitchforks and fucking torches. And we're ready to take him down for being such a bitch. And so we go up to the window. So we're all there and he's just snoozing, just sawing logs. And I knock on the window and like a rat trap, he goes back and wakes up. We're shining lights into the car. He just looks around like, like he's about to get fucking murdered. He's ah, 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 and then and throws up all over the uh, the dashboard and into the vents in the AC or the you know the defrosting vents. Mm-hmm. That was the last day that I was able to drive my 1989 FJ62 because every time you turn the air on, it just smelled like Ew. Alex Brandt's puke. And so we had to sell it. And that's why I had to get a different one later on. That's why you sold the car. I just stopped driving it. I was like, I can't, like, you can't drive this, you know? It just smelled so bad in there. That's disgusting. But it was pretty funny. Speaking of drawing penises on people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally cool. (laughs) (laughs) While we're on the topic. Yeah. I was a dork in school. I was the kid. This is a true story. One time, a kid, I think I was a senior in high school too, a kid in my class stole my planner. You know how you had the student planner? He stole my planner and he drew in Sharpie a penis on every single page in my student planner. And I was so devastated. <laughs> Not just a couple, every page. Who was it? What's his name? Evan. I'll never forget. Oh, Evan. Oh, you know what? Evan's probably bagging groceries down at the freaking Aldi now. That doesn't pass the smell test because if you go to Aldi, you have to bag your own groceries. Oh, well, I've never been to Aldi. I shop at Whole Foods. Oh, <laughs> wow. I will I say this. I shop at Publix. I love an Aldi. They don't have one out here. or and then There's no one close to where I live now. But there was one on the east side in Nashville. 
It is great, man. It's like a small Costco. I'm like shitting on it just because it has a bad uh, like stereotype to, to it. Aldi does. People do think it's really shitty. But I have a lot of friends that say that it's actually it has like the best produce. Oh. Besides Whole Foods, obviously, but like anywhere else, like it's apparently has like the best produce that you can get. So actually, I shouldn't be hating on it. But the important thing is Evan's back in groceries and I'm podcaster. <laughs> I don't know what's better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one makes more money either. I would say I'm a DJ, but let's be honest. RAP to the DJ career. Thanks, COVID. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Then did you ever watch American Vandal? Yes. What the kid draws dicks. And oh, no, you just told me about it. And it did. It definitely like flashed me back to a very painful time in my life. Oh, my God. Hearing you talk about that show. Where are all my Twilighters out there? Stephanie Meyer has finally, after decades, released decades. Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Do you know about this? No, but I imagine ah! it's, is it taking... Did you ever read Twilight? I'm no. sure you've seen at least one movie. Yes. Ugh, what is wrong with you? It was so good when it came out. The movies ruined everything. The books were so much better. Uh, and so Twilight's like a four book series for those that don't know, that weren't living on this planet back then. Um, and so Twilight was the first book and it's written from the girl's perspective, Bella Swan. So Stephanie Meyer like wrote that four book series and then she like teased a book called Midnight Sun. There was like a couple chapters of it or something. And it was basically Twilight, like that story, but from Edward's perspective. Oh. Fascinating to hear it from Edward's perspective. But she never released the book. And it was something like she started writing it and then someone released it, like stole it and released it without, you know, like like leaked it or whatever. And so she was like, screw it, I'm not going to write it. But I think the fans have demanded for so long that they want Edward's version of the story that she finally released it. Noah won't stop posting about it because she's the biggest like Twilight fan of all time. I'm going to read it. All right. I've already ordered it. It's on the way, baby. Okay. Did you start reading the book that I got you? Excellent. I did actually buy the pool. I'm like three pages in. Oh, okay. I'm going to Montana this weekend. So I'm like saving it for my Montana trip. Cool, cool, cool. You're going to Montana? We're going to Montana. You jealous? I'm peanut butter oh, and jelly. Do you remember the band, the Delta Saints? I sure do. They were good buddies of mine. Ben Ringel and I, he was the lead singer. Him and I worked at Bricktops together as waiters. Hmm. He's got, by the way, if you haven't looked into the Delta Saints, they're great. But the You worked at Bricktops? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I went on a first date to Bricktops once. You totally knew that because you worked at J. Alexander's Alexander. right down the street. It was Which like is way better than Bricktops. No! Way, bro. Way better. Different class of food. I uh, for actually, I've only eaten at Jay's like once or twice, but I think it was that great. Jay's is so good. Anyways, he's got a new Ben's got a new project out called Boy Orbison, which is just that's a, just a great name. So I think he's got more music coming out, but he released a single called See You Soon. I am digging on it so much different than the Delta Saint stuff, which obviously was came on a Dobro kind of swampy blues. Whereas this is very poppy.
Thurbison. See you soon. I like it. It's got kind of like a little bit of uh, MGMT vibe with... Totally. Uh, right? Yeah, I love that. It's yeah. really cool. What do you got? I've got a sad, sad song for you. Oh, give it to me, sister. The band Camino put out a song with Chelsea Cutler. They're like the king and queen of sad music these days, I feel. And that's it's your really si- good. Your sister is the queen of sad music. Right? You're right. You're right. What am I talking about? What's the song called? Crying Over You. The band Camino is just so good. You know, you know just how to get me. How to take my love and use it against me. I keep wasting all my time trying to make the wrong things right. I hope you like your bed when it's empty. Cause I choose crying over you. Yeah, I can definitely hear Noah Ugh. rocking this one out. She'll probably cover it yeah. or something. It's great. I saw the Lone Bellow threw out an alt version of Good Times that I was into. Oh, but, wow. You like the Lone I love Bellow? Them. Yeah, love. They're great, man. After the show, prayers the same prayer every supper, rolls of cigarettes real slow. Keeps a knife inside a pocket, keeps a pen inside a coat. Words close to her heart Keeps that letter that she wrote He can calm a newborn baby Save his own life in a flood Then tie up by Chinese pirates Spent the night in his own blood Or a hammock in the jungle Loved one woman all his days There's some good ones still trying There's no good times of away Lone Bell is awesome. They're so good. Have you ever seen them live? Yeah, man. Oh, I want to so bad. I think I interviewed them and had them, like, I crammed them all into that tiny little studio, Lightning Back in the Day. Really? I got to find all that stuff. All right, you got anything else? No. All right. Well? Well? Taste the flavor. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Your gums are bleeding. Gross. I think a cat shit in your mouth. Ew! All right, well, I miss ya, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. I think we did it. I think I, so. Hey, go, don't, don't, don't stub any more toes. I'm going to go ice my toe. Yuck. You better hope you keep that toenail, that's all I'm telling you. That toenail's going. Ain't no doubt. It's a tragedy when that happens. Amazing flavor. Piper. What, toenails? Toenails. Minty fresh toenail. I would prefer you to not talk about your toenail and flavors in the same sentence. Thank you. Bye, Brandy.
I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.